Hello and welcome to No More Mondays, the podcast where two indie hackers, James McKinvin and Dan Rowden, talk about building their indie businesses. Dan has a product studio doing 8K MRR and I have a podcasting business doing just over 2K. This week we kick off our TikTok challenge. Dan made $1,200 launching his new course and my cat Alfie finally gets the recognition he deserves. A big, big thank you to today's sponsor, 4 Day Week, which we'll find out more about during this episode. Let's get started. So Dan, today's the start of our TikTok challenge. I'm actually surprised we're recording a day after we were initially going to because it means we've had a chance to post our TikToks day one. I was pleasantly surprised with one of my videos, but yeah, it's more work than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I don't know how you found it. Yeah, it was way more work. I, I actually planned to do it all in advance, so spend a week or, or a day shooting all of them, a day editing, and then having them all prepared mm. for at least a couple of weeks. I was no way near prepared like, <laughs> at all. I, I woke up this morning thinking, oh shit, it's the start of the TikTok challenge. <laughs> and Dan's even like put a tweet out. I've put a tweet out. I need to get my TikTok ready. And like I had a few ideas of what to do, but didn't actually have anything ready to go. Mm. So I woke up this morning. Today's meant to be a day off. And I was like, right, let's just do something really quick. Just get something out there. Let's move past the barrier of I haven't right. published anything. Don't want to miss the first day. So went through like all of the videos I've shot before and I found a couple of vids that I'd made previously. It was a five minute video. So I cut it down to 45 seconds and then published. And that was my video. Oh, then I did a voiceover. The voiceover took me like 16 times. So yes, way more. <laughs> and then when I got to the TikTok app, Dan, I was like, what is this? What, like, where do I start? What do I want? Uh, yeah. how, how do I upload a video? Well, uploading a video is pretty simple, but then it's uh, adding the titles on it, the the captions if you want to, the music. I probably like use TikTok more than you, like actually right. scrolling through yeah, the videos. Definitely. But actually publishing something. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah. How, was, how was it for you? Yeah, I had the same experience posting, like trying to figure out how to stitch clips because I did it on my phone. You did it yours on the computer. But yeah, so I've, I shot some videos on my phone and I had to figure out how to like put it all together in a line, like trim them and overlay text and I don't know, add songs and <laughs> just like so many things to think about. Whereas like Twitter is just writing something and clicking publish, maybe adding a picture. It's like, a, yeah, a whole yeah. new thing to learn. Obviously there's like pros and cons to doing different things when you're publishing as well, like gaming the system a bit. So I don't know if I did anything right or like if I used the right sounds, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think using the app more will help figure out that kind of thing. Did you have the clips already already recorded like on your phone or was it so, you recorded it on the TikTok app? Yes. So the first video was from last weekend. I went to jump with some waterfalls. So that, I, that was already on my computer. Mm -hmm. And the second video I filmed in the app, like, like clips in a row in the app and then I just stuck it together just yeah, yeah two different ways to do the same thing basically so it, what your how come you posted three tiktoks today i thought our challenge was to do one a day Dan. yeah one a day i don't know <laughs> i've seen you've got through three things. days of content in a day yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do tomorrow now but um <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no, why did you post multiple ones was it just to get it going i think i've read a few different things that the if you like start posting lots of content it should help but I mean you don't really know this kind of thing but I thought it's good to get experience up front as well so the more you post up front the quicker you'll kind of get into it and figure out what content hits what kind of time of day and like that kind of thing indeed and so your your how do your three TikToks do the first one has 1700 views which is which is quite good wow. I thought a thousand would be quite good for the first day and then the second one only has 200 so kind of a mixed bag really 
Hello there, it's James from the edit slipping in here with the sponsor slot because I forgot to do it in the episode, mainly because I was taking a day off and enjoying my chit chat with Dan a bit too much. In this episode, we talk a little bit about me taking time off and we have done in past episodes. It's actually something I really struggle with and sometimes wonder if it might be a better option for me just to get a job so I have a little bit more structure in my life. But you know, if I did get a job, I don't think I could do one that was full time because I still have my side products to work on. I reckon just an extra day would make a world of difference, especially if I still had that full time salary. And where would I go to find that job? Four day week dio, of course, who are very kindly sponsoring this episode of No More Mondays. So you know what to do. It's free. Have a browse to find jobs that all have a four day week contract, lots remote and giving you a great work life balance. Head four day week dio or hit the link in the show notes. Now let's see what Dan's been beavering away on this week. Yeah, so this uh, it's quite a slow week, still on holiday, a lot of thinking, planning about ELO specifically. But yeah, the main things I worked on this week were a new ghost theme, which is called Orbit. It's quite a visual theme, nice big images, very kind of cool, minimal design. So that'll be kind of different from what I've built before. I haven't managed to get it out in April because I was trying to do one a month, but I, I don't think it matters specifically the calendar month, as long as I kind of get them out regularly. So that'll come out soon. Yeah, Talk, TikTok. Uh, so you, you took a, you, you didn't do a theme for a little while, did you? This is your first one back. What <clears throat> What is Orbit? So Orbit is, I don't know if I can show you. Yeah, it's just like a, a blogging theme. Lots of like a tiled layout and then just like really mm-hmm. kind of minimal vibe. So Orbit, when's that going to be launched, do you reckon? Uh, I mean, it's probably like 95% done. I was adding like membership plan kind of pages to it. Um. So I think, yeah, just like tweaking it, putting it through the scan system, which tells you how compatible it is for Coast, and then submitting it, yeah, writing the documentation. It normally takes the longest, but... Um, yeah, it's yeah. funny, isn't that? The documentation is <laughs> like, such a long, hard part of it. Yeah, the other big thing I did this week was launch my Twitter growth for developers thing. I don't want to call it a course, because yes. I don't know if it's going to be a course, or if I sh- I'm kind of calling it a guide. Because it's still kind of an idea, right? I don't know what format it's going to kind of end up as. I know it's not going to be video because I kind of struggle on video. So it would be written and it'll have examples and it'll be like lots of screenshots and real world stuff in there. I'm kind of thinking it might be in Ghost. I'll design a cool theme for it and make it kind of work through Ghost. That's a nice idea, yeah. That'd be quite cool. And then obviously then I'll have a, a, a course theme for Ghost, which I could sell after. So I don't know, I'm just playing with ideas. Otherwise, it might be a PDF. I was thinking, like, because I've been reading on Kindle, maybe I could write an ebook and publish it in Kindle. That would be pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. So I've sold about 25, I think, of the early price at $49. Have um, you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, when you put the tweet out, you did the Natalison thing, tweet yeah. out sort of a, a list of, of what would be covered on it mm. as in, to get validation, put it up at 50. When we first spoke, you had like five or seven. That was yeah. a few hours after then by the end of the day, I know you had 10. Didn't realize it was 25. Yeah, so that first tweet didn't really do anything. I mean, it was kind of like an announcement tweet. And it was a bit of an experiment based on that one tweet that I'd seen. Mm. We talked about a few episodes back. Yeah, I, got, I think I got to like 7, 8, maybe from that. Or was it 10? I don't remember. But it was like a handful. And then I, I delayed like three days. And then I used a graphic and I tweeted like a more kind of clear tweet about this thing and made it seem more like a product that kind of existed and then yeah that, that sold well up to 25 copies total now very nice that's over 1200 dollars, isn't it yeah 
So a pretty good launch week for that. Very good. It will be out in June. So now I have May and then mm-hmm. some of June to finish the writing. And the idea is to get these early people early access to the content. So when I'm writing it, maybe I'll, I'll put it in a Google Doc or something and invite these people by email and they can kind of comment or suggest stuff. I don't know, just like make it more collaborative and make them part of the process, which I think would be quite cool to see as well. Hey, and then release it and bump the price to something else. Yeah, nice. Well, it's certainly validation for getting 25 sales already. So good stuff. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about was this thing that I did today. I was looking at some of the Twitter data in Illo. I did a quick analysis on nearly 8 million Twitter accounts that Illo is tracking and found that the median follow account of all those Twitter users is 52, which is tiny. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone would expect Dude. that. And so the top 10% in that sample had 264 or more followers. Because yeah. like, you, you see multiple people with 200,000, 100,000, 50,000 all the time on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. But those, those are the people that are, I mean, it makes sense because those are the people who are using Twitter. They're writing content and gaining followers. Whereas yeah, there's, there's hundreds yeah. of millions of users who just look at Twitter or they don't even sign into Twitter. Like, yeah. It's been a bit of a quiet week for me as well, you know. I just had to go through my Twitter to see what I've done this week. The The one tweet I did which did relatively well, and my tweets don't usually do well, Down, They usually get like 10 or 20 likes. I don't know, a few responses. But this one which was... Let me find it one sec. Does anyone else wake up in the morning and spend 60 minutes just doing absolutely nothing useful, doom scrolling, YouTube, wandlessly aiming around the house, etc., etc.? And I was tweeting this, like, while I was doing absolutely nothing just woke up and the frustrating thing about this is i have work to do and i had lots of it and i woke (laughs) up and i just was procrastinating and it's funny the split of responses for this that you had half of people were like well if you do this you'll you'll get to work straight away or like i'm most productive in the mornings i don't have that sort of time or if you prepare your tasks the night before so that was one half and the other half was like it's called me time don't be so hard on yourself (laughs) or um and i was like no no that's not the point that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i was really frustrated with this time i agree you should have relaxing time and you don't have to start your day straight away you don't have to be productive all the time it's just this was time this 60 minutes in the morning i was just like i was doing nothing useful and i wasn't feeling good about it i wasn't like oh i'm like easing into the day it was like i had stuff to do this is stressing me out that i'm not doing it and i don't know why i'm not doing it (laughs) (laughs) and then you got 375 likes (laughs) Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I um, guess that resonated then. Yeah, it, it did. It um, but most of, most of my tweets don't usually don't usually do anything. And that's the, that that was one viral tweet. And then last night, ah, uh, I throughout the week I found this Twitter account called Cats with Jobs, and you know I love my cat, and I'm always taking pictures and, <laughs> and whatnot. And when I built my podcast booth, my cat went in there and was like looking up at the microphone. So it looked like he was podcasting. And when I found this Cats with Jobs profile, I just sent them a DM saying, look, my cat's a podcaster. A few days later and last night, I look and they they'd posted this tweet. And I was like, oh, that's nice getting featured. And I looked at it two minutes after they sent me the DM and it was at like 300 likes already. <laughs> I was like, what, two minutes after? And then I checked it after 10 minutes and it was over a thousand. I was like, what is happening here? Why the, Why is it getting so much engagement of this account, which is just showing, tweeting pictures out pictures of cats? Of cats. <laughs> yeah. And so I go onto the profile. It's got 975,000 followers. Then I start scrolling through their feed and they're getting like, 
50 to 100,000 likes per <laughs> per picture of a cat doing a job. Yeah. So I was very happy that my cat is now more famous than me and got featured on this account. Oh, Alfie. Famous Alfie. Um, it was also, and I, I don't know, it, it was kind of scary, like that amount of attention. Mm, uh, and yeah. I'm kind of pleased it wasn't directed at me. But it was just so many people so quickly. And it made me think, I, I don't think I ever want to go viral. It does nothing useful apart from give, giving you haters, right? Mm, yeah. So I've had like small pieces of virality and it is it is scary. <laughs> like suddenly a tweet will go places that you don't really want it to go or it'll get attention yeah. for people that you don't want to see it. And it's just that yeah. I, it's not nice. It really isn't. I don't know how people who like write mm-hmm. these threads every other day and like aim for huge like like exposure i don't know how they deal with that or how they keep going back to doing that what else happened this week oh well t- today and tomorrow i'm taking a day off as much as i can despite doing the tiktoks because <laughs> and a podcast i just recording. feel myself getting closer and closer what's that <laughs> and a podcast podcast recording, recording. <laughs> yeah well th- th- this is fun and like uh, i'm planning to take tomorrow completely off not okay. touching the laptop because remember i did this a few weeks ago and that was the last time I took a day off and I'm just working every day and the thing is I'm enjoying it I just fear that it's gonna if I keep up like this and don't actively think and go let's pause let's take a day and then come back day or two days and come back and get going again because I'm worried I'm just like not enjoying the stuff I should be enjoying Mm. so yeah I just wanted to say I'm taking a couple of days off what else have I done this week I got two new Indie Bites episodes out I'm still hitting the schedule I'm very pleased about that I had Monica Lent and Drew Riley, two fantastic episodes. And I wanted to like finish April strong because I've had a really good April of downloads. Then I actually hit 8,000 downloads this month, which is That's my best good. month by like 3,000 downloads. It's okay, impressive. Nice. Yeah, it's working. Um, I, I was proud of us hitting 5K total on this podcast last yeah. week. And then here you are just breezing through 8,000 in one month. So yeah, got those out good episodes i'm finding at the moment i'm trying to record indie bites like you're limiting them at 30 minutes because they're okay. so much easier to edit and put mm. out when i've only got to take out 15 minutes of it whereas if i'm recording for an hour it's just getting too difficult and it does hinder the indie bites membership but i don't mind that like to stick to the schedule so next week i know i've got two episodes that were over an hour long recording and i'm just gonna briefly have to cut them down but i think for future recordings they are only going to be 30 minutes because i feel like i can get extract as enough value as i can Hmm. out of them in those 30 minutes and then finally i got my first subscription payment for podpanda cool which instead of paying individually for edits and i didn't initially plan to do these subscription things but it it was kind of where i was gonna go at some point but jr from lemon squeezy nice i've been editing their pod he just submitted a couple of episodes like a one-off edit for 200 pounds he did that twice then he was like can I have you got more capacity to do more edits? I was like, yes, I do. And he said, well, why don't I pay you one? Re-? And I was like, that's a really good idea, and it's <laughs> going to help my cash flow a lot instead of having to sell these individual edits. So yeah, he's just doing four edits a month, a little bit of a discount, and also part of it, I agreed to go on to Lemon Squeezes, my platform, which I was actually toying with doing hmm. because at the moment I'm just going through Stripe checkout, but I wanted the merchant a record, and I also wanted a little bit more granular analytics between. Uh, my projects so if I move mm. everything over to Lemon Squeezy got merch and a record better, better handling tax I get a payday every week which I think is going to be a bit easier for me mm. and then see which is performing better over time 
so what have you got through, going th- through there now? Podpanda. Yeah. So Podpanda at the moment, my aim is, and this isn't set in stone, so I just need to double check it all works. I think I'm going to put the course through it because the course is going to come under Podpanda. And then if I can, the IndieFeast membership through it as well. And would you have a different store for the um, IndieFeast thing or is that still under? Because you can have different stores in the one login, which is what I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, quite cool. It will likely be different stores, and then Indie Bike sponsors I might do through it as well. But the the good thing about Stripe Checkout is I can do like a tally form where I get people's details, and then it goes to pay, and then they can choose how many they want. Whereas I can't see a way at the moment for Lemon Squeezy to do multiple things. I think it's just a single not thing, yeah, item, not quantity thing. so I don't know how people do multiple. Okay, well, you could have packages like you can have like. Package of one or package of five or package. Mm. Then then you define it and they, they just pick. Maybe that's the easiest way to do it. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'll do. I'll probably do packages. Yeah, well, I, I went a little bit deeper into Lemon Squeaky this week because JR became a client and I also recorded an episode of Indie Bites with him. So I've been speaking to him a lot about it, finding out a little bit more about Lemon Squeezy and the Mate Lemonade, the team behind it, why they're doing it. And it's pretty interesting. Like the group they've got together it's like four old WordPress legends that have come together. Like they've all been successful, like really successful in various ways on WordPress. And they've come to tackle digital products, which I said to JR, I'm like, this isn't broken. Like, I don't think it is. <laughs> I think using Gumroad's fine, using the Stripe checkout's fine. But he was like, yeah, but we wanted it to be a bit nicer and a bit more integrated because Gumroad's a bit awkward now with the update. Yeah, the design's a bit kind of opinionated yeah. <laughs> yeah opinionated that's a nice way to put it yeah so yeah I, I'll, I'll play with lemon squeezy i do it because i really like jr and he's become my first client for subscription cool let's hit tweets of the week oh, we should we, get a little jingle made up yeah we should what do you reckon tweets of the week <laughs> yeah how tweets can- of the week <laughs> <laughs> Are you offering? <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm going to get this done. You could say, it's time for, and then you hit the button, and he goes, Tweets of the Week. Or yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Right, you go first I'll, this week. I'll, I'll do, that. do that this week. Okay, so <laughs> I've got a tweet here by Anna Bibikova, No Tech Anna, and it's basically a thread that explains that what kind of pictures you should use for your profile picture on Twitter. So I've always had this inkling that a smiling human face is always better over everything else. Not NFTs, not like a illustration or anything like that. Always a smiling human, not a sad human, a smiling human. And this this thread basically goes through it like a study and says that have a smiling face. <laughs> basically, it just agreed with my inkling that that is the the best kind of profile picture. Uh, Do we with, think this means more followers or just? I, I think it makes you more. It's just nicer. Yeah, just it makes you more approachable and more human and relatable maybe i don't know it's, it's something in our brains yeah right my tweet just put it in the notion all right so <laughs> this is a sahil bloom one which says the locksmith paradox says as the locksmith improves at his craft the customers become upset by the lower time input required to deliver a fixed output the results are the same but the perception of value has changed this focus time is greater than results plagues most companies yeah so this thread is all about the as you become better at something, you can do it more efficiently, yeah. but you get penalized for that. So it's sometimes worth just spending 
more time on something so the buyer thinks because they assign more value to time rather than you actually being efficient at it and yeah i just thought it was an interesting thread yeah and later on in the thread he did that have you seen that picasso story of him say he drew a picture quickly on yeah, the back of a yeah, napkin yeah, yeah. and it was like that's 30,000 and they were like what <laughs> that's just a quick sketch and it was like yeah it took me 30 years to draw that masterpiece in 30 seconds was the quote alright what have you got on this week are you still like just playing it by ear and seeing what happens yeah Cause so now I've planned out May I, I think so I do my, my daily I don't know my weekly notebook right but I think it doesn't give me like a bigger picture enough thing so now I'm trying I'm going to try this thing in May mm. where I have like my May goals and I'll have that more in mind oh, yeah. as well as my weekly planner kind of thing. But I like, I want to check off my May goals basically. And that instead of being like, oh, I can do this this week and maybe I'll move that to next week and that, that kind of thing. I'm kind of trying to time box and see what happens. So yeah, I've got a list how, of things. How many May goals have you got? Ooh, let's see. So I, I, I did cut them down from my initial list. So I have <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. 25 goals. <laughs> one a day. No, which doesn't include TikTok. So there's basically six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is some Ilo email stuff and the marketing site, the course, some stuff on Refermo, publish the orbit theme, and then start on the next theme. So not like huge, okay. huge like things, that. but yeah. yeah, that's a good, that'll be a good month if I can get all that uh, done. All right. So yeah, that's for you this week. Uh, me of course TikToks I'm trying to be a person that hits deadlines Dan and so yeah. far I'm doing a pretty good job of it yeah. if I do say so myself so I'm going to continue to hit those deadlines actually I say that apart from this podcast I don't think I'm going to get it out on Monday because I'm uh, I don't plan on working that's tonight fine. or tomorrow so it may have to be it may have to be Tuesday that's fine we don't have a set schedule that's a set that's a self-set schedule schedule that you put into play <laughs> it doesn't matter if it comes out on Tuesday or Wednesday as long as you get your TikToks out <laughs> all right mate fantastic well good chatting as always yeah i will see you next week yep Alrighty. have a good one and that is the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed it i always do the same script for the outro but i thought i'm going to mix it up this week to see how many of you actually listen to it so if you do listen all the way to the end i want you to go on twitter send me and dan a dm or a tweet letting us know you got this far And if you're interested in what we're working on, all links are in the show notes. We've also got a fancy new website at No More Mondays FM. That is where all the episodes and show notes are and details to sponsor episodes if you want to. And a thank you to today's sponsor, 4dayweek.io. Phil from 4dayweek, appreciate you picking up a couple of episodes. And aside from that, I will see you next Monday.